0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating to bring wellness into our lives. Brett, you and me today, Damien unfortunately had a uh, speaking gig that he had to go to and unfortunately was not able to record. I missed you guys, man. I've been away for the last couple of ones and oh, uh, no. great to be back on board on the and Guy Show.
1: But I'm sure you've listened to them all, Lawrence, just to catch up. I
0: have. You know, the one I have listened you? to was when you guys were uh, taking the piss at me <laughs> through the whole
2: entire show because I wasn't on, on it. And uh, the review one? yeah, the review, review one. And you know. guys, I was just like, oh, you I can I don't want to swear. And this one, I was like, you little punks. You were
1: like, I can't wait till I get one with Brett and Damien on so I can get revenge. Yeah, so exactly.
2: Keep- I almost recorded one just so that I could just record one by myself and release <laughs> it without you guys knowing and just taking a piss out of you guys. Uh, <laughs> and the funniest thing was that I was just shaking my head. I was like, oh, this is exactly what happens because the the funniest comment that you guys made on that show was uh, halfway through and he goes, wow, there's no questions here. It's all reviews. Guys, I was like, I was shaking my head. I'm like, it is uh your itunes reviews They're, that's not where people <laughs> leave questions i'm like this is what happens to the ones i show when i'm not around <laughs> yeah and i think we said the same thing didn't we we
1: were totally doing the episode going this is great we'd never get away with this if Lawrence was here
2: yeah. i was like what? are you it's so funny you guys were actually looking for questions like that's not where you look for questions <laughs> i was like oh my god oh man let's i'm glad i'm back on and bring the standards back up again no it's joking <laughs> We need you, Lawrence. We need you. Uh, it's funny well listen you know we're talking
0: about traveling uh you know this is the discussion we have is you know i've been away uh, i was in montreal it was like a fly-in flight i was there for like literally two and a half days and i came back and i think i was in the air just as long as much as i was actually in um uh you know in montreal and i'm actually li- literally doing another trip uh next week and i gotta fly around the whole world this time which is really weird never done it. like i literally got to go to san diego for like Two and a half days, and then I got to fly to UK to speak for two days. I'm there for like less than forty hours, maybe thirty six hours, and then I got to fly back to Sydney, meet my air- my family at the airport. I'm not even going home, fly to Cairns, <laughs> and then run my three day workshop with my with my uh, with my crew. So it's going to be a, a, a whirlwind of a trip for me for in two weeks. But the, the the reason why I'm mentioning it was more about I find it very difficult to exercise. When I'm traveling, you know, I've talked about this maybe from three years ago, and that was when I wasn't really exercising that much. But now that I'm actually on a routine, you know, I've been crossfitting for about a year and a half, almost two years now. I've been on a routine, and when you go three, four times a week, And then when you travel, like I have this not just guilt, but like your body feels it and uh, feel it. And I want you to want to talk about like what do we do to try to ensure like some of the difficulties of why working out when you're alone or when you're traveling is so hard. And then talk about what are some of the things that we could recommend to do while you're away.
1: Well, it's obviously really affecting you, Lawrence. You know, those people who saw you at the summit saw that you were looking, you know, really out of shape and and really struggling (laughs) with those exercises. You smashed Damien and I. So you're obviously managing to hold it up somewhat okay. And, you know, I think it's kind of funny, Lawrence, that we're talking about our holidays that we've been on, you know, and it says a lot about us that you're traveling all around the world, flying literally to every country in the world just about. My my travel on the weekend was I drove to Melbourne and back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're we're at slightly different ends of the spectrum, I reckon, Lawrence. Well,
2: but, uh, let's be clear, it's not holidaying. I, I haven't taken a holiday in a few in a couple of months. These are all business trips, right? So let's uh, be clear. Everyone on
1: that. give a big oh, for Lawrence. Hasn't had
2: a holiday in a couple of months. It's so <laughs> tough, being Lawrence. Yeah, it's a very tough thing <laughs> in my life. Yes. <laughs>
1: You're right, Lawrence. It's important. It's it's It gets harder. The more you do travel, you know, I've been traveling around a little bit lately, and uh, and it does, it breaks into your routine. You know, I'm doing the CrossFit as well, Lawrence. I don't get to the CrossFit gym quite as often as you, but we were just saying, you know, I, I like to try and get there three times a week, but, you know, if you're not at home on, you know, on the usual days when you're doing it, you know, often lately I've been not at home on, you know, on Friday morning, on Saturday morning, and on Monday morning, which is often when I do go, you know, that, that's sort of three of my options during the week out, and it does make it harder, you know. I we were just saying, you know, I haven't yet got into the habit of, you know, finding a CrossFit gym in whatever state I'm in, which seems to be what a lot, a lot of CrossFitters do, mm. and and just pop in and visit a gym. I I haven't done that yet. Maybe I'm waiting till my. CrossFit abilities get a little bit higher, so I feel comfortable rolling into someone else's gym. I'm not sure, but yeah,
2: it's well. That's the thing, right? It's it's at that whole. And I, I okay, I want to fully admit to this, right? I have never
0: been to another CrossFit gym for, and and this is kind of weird for me to say this, but to, one of the
2: reasons why is because I feel kind of embarrassed, like I'm scared in a way, which is really <laughs> ridiculous when you think about it. But it's almost like I'm scared to go in because I don't, you know, because when you have in your comfort, let's like
0: we'll talk about comfort zone, right? When you're in your own gym, right, in your own environment, yeah. and the same people that go. They, they 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 already have an expect you have an expectation of them and they have an expectation of you right but when you go yeah. somewhere else when someone's like a new gym a new crossfit gym like it's almost like what if i'm not good enough like that whole imposter syndrome which is ridiculous as i say this out loud but that's yeah. one of the things that holds us back
1: totally get it and, and i'm sure you know in in various different degrees this happens to heaps of our listeners as well whether it's just getting out and going for a walk or getting out and going for a run or joining in on the local fun run or, you know, going for a hike in the, you know, I think people do the same thing uh, with whatever exercise they're doing. You know, we have this idea that everyone else is looking at us, you know, and, you know, the reality is no one else cares. No one cares. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: We think they do.
2: Yeah. Um, and and it's But I know weird, exactly though. what you
1: mean, Lawrence, because, you know, you rock up to CrossFit and, you know, I rocked up to CrossFit thinking, you know, I'm a pretty fit guy. Like, this is gonna be okay. I'm you know, I'm not gonna seem like too much of a sore thumb sticking out here. And I was wrong. (laughs) Like, (laughs) these people at the CrossFit gym are fit and and they are just smashing out these workouts. Like like I did a workout this morning that took me, you know, and and I'm I'm three or four months, probably four months into doing my CrossFit now, so I'm in better shape than I was when I first started, but I did my workout this morning that took me almost eighteen minutes. And there were mm. people in my gym doing that workout in four minutes, yeah. and my trainer does that workout in two and a half minutes. So that probably gives people a bit of an idea of like, you know, I felt like I was pretty good coming in, yeah. uh, but you know, the standard there, and that's why I think, Lawrence, you do feel a bit scared going to another CrossFit gym, because you, you know that there are people there that are just at that unbelievable standard
0: oh that, absolutely that you
1: actually start comparing yourself to well
0: it's it's one of the things that actually um prevented me from going to crossfit for a very long time for years actually and i remember you doing crossfit for you know going back was probably maybe th- four years ago um and i remember like oh there's no way i'm going to crossfit because i might you know i mean you look at me like I'm not built for a CrossFit um, type of body, like in a sense of what you know my impression was. You know what I mean? I felt you're more, CrossFit. You're
1: more ninja warrior. Yeah, I'm, yeah exactly. I'm more of a you ninja want that warrior. Show. It'd
0: be great. <laughs> Definitely, I'm more a bodyweight ninja warrior type of body build. And you know, look at because everybody has this impression of CrossFit that you have to be like this big buff. You know, because you see the CrossFit games, and you see these CrossFitters, and you see the pictures on on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, and you just see these big, you know, built up guys. And I was actually very hesitant. It wasn't for my friend Taki and I, but I'm moving, I moved to Sydney and I didn't have a, a gym anymore, um, and I had to find a new one. And we made a commitment to each other and go, okay, let's go and find a CrossFit gym just to kind of give it a go. And if it wasn't like with him, you know, doing it together, um, we probably wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it. I would just, you know, gone to a regular gym and try to work on myself. But when I first went there and. You know the the trainers were fantastic, and the I think this matters. I think the gym and the environment and the people that uh, Mm -hmm. really really matters in terms of not allowing you to compare yourself to anybody else. And this is what I love about CrossFit. In a sense, is because there's no mirrors, like there's no mirrors in a CrossFit gym, Mm -hmm. meaning it's signifying that it doesn't matter what you look like right it's not about how heavy you lift it doesn't really matter about what you look like it's about just doing the workout for the community and that's what i love about it people kind of wonder why i'm crossfit because i'm not like you know you can tell from my you know the way i present myself i'm not a, in a crossfit type of um, personality but i love my box i love that gym i love that the people in the community around it and that's what makes me go is because of the way i feel i've you know they make they make me feel, but also the way the workouts are built is that it's all scalable, right? When yeah, most people absolutely. are guys are lifting like heavy heavy weights, I am like, you know what? There is no way I'd even want to do that because I know what my limitations are. Because I, you know, how to you know lower back injury and disc you know, from way back when, and I don't want uh, to 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 injure re injure those things. And I know my limitations, and I think it's about knowing picking the right locations and picking the right people and the coaches and the gym and and the community all of that matters and knowing where you need to push yourself but not going overboard and the comparison thing is huge it's a comparison thing is just worrying about comparing yourself you know to you know someone else in in the in in the room and trying to beat up to them yeah it's 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 a double-edged sword it's great to have a competitive edge to try to beat that other person because that's forces you to do better but also if you if you hang your your whole workout on that, uh, you're it, it's just it's not the right thing to do. It's about swimming your own race, which we talked about before. But I think it's so important to have that right community.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, if if Dan from my CrossFit gym is ever listening to this, you know, he is he's like my kind of workout buddy because he's he's just that little bit better than me at pretty much everything. And so so I'm always kind of I've always got that person to sort of work up to. But what I love about my CrossFit gym is exactly what you said, Lawrence is. I feel like the coach there is excellent. Like he really knows when to push me. You now this morning he was riding me pretty hard. He was pushing me because he knew that I was, you know, that I could go harder and push a little bit harder on the exercise we're doing this morning. But then other times he said to me, Do you know what, Brett, like you need to just put your ego back in a little bit. Yeah. Pull off a few kilos off of those weights because you are not getting it done. And and he makes sure that I'm doing it with the right technique and stuff as well. And I reckon I reckon that's a really important part of CrossFit is that one you want to have a trainer who's really good at making sure you're doing it with the right technique first. That's right. Yeah. I reckon you want to have a trainer who's really good at knowing when to push you, but you're probably even more importantly is knowing having a trainer who knows when it's time to pull you back a little bit and just to go hey, ease up turbo. That's a little bit too much for yeah. you. Yeah. And not let that ego get in the way as well, which is really important. But yeah. Does your gym have Waterfire, Lawrence?
0: Waterfire? No.
1: Yeah, all right. So, so my gym's got this thing called Waterfire. So all the workouts get put into this computer system that you can check, you know, like an app on your phone or on your computer. Right. And so everyone's workouts get put into there, which is great for a couple of reasons. It means that I can go in during the day and I can, you know, if I've got a workout coming up, I can see what my previous best was ah. in that particular exercise, which is really useful. I can, at the end of the workout, I can go in and see what I did, but also what everyone else at my box did on that day, whether they were in the same class as me or not, which is really cool. And it's got this like real cool social element. So if mm-hmm. they've done a good job, I can give them a bit of a like. I can leave a little comment under it, which is yeah, really good. Cool. And my favorite bit about it, Lawrence, is that if I get a PB, I get a little gold star.
2: <laughs> you love I, your gold star. <laughs>
1: I live for that gold star. Like, I love it. And the best thing about it, though, is that it means that you're always just totally competing against yourself. You know, Mm. the the only thing I'm aiming to do when I get to that CrossFit box is, you know, if I'm having a good day, if I'm feeling up to it, you know, I make sure I'm being sensible about it. But but if if I think I can get myself that little gold star and do a little bit better than I did last time… I live for that. Like I'm so excited by that. So, so I love the fact of that. That it is, it's just competing against yourself, which I think is a really good metaphor for people. No matter what you're doing, whether whether you're going for a walk around the block, whether you're going for a hike, whether you're at your gym, you know, whatever you're doing is, you know, if you can if you can compete just against yourself and see if you can do that little bit better than you did yesterday, then I reckon that's the way to go and make progress, rather than as you said, letting your ego get in the way and comparing yourself to other people and potentially doing more than you should be because you're p- comparing yourself to other people and potentially not doing anything at all, which is even worse because you're comparing yourself to other people as well.
0: That's right. And and it goes back to, like we're, we're going back to the topic of traveling. It's like, that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to, to work out when you're traveling as well is because, you know, like I love, you know, I'll give a shout out to, you know, Sean, Tash, and, and Jen, and Matt. Also, and, you know, those guys, uh, they just are great trainers at CrossFit Motorville. And, and one of the things that what, I miss when I'm actually away is having that someone to look over my shoulder, right? Two things. One is making sure I'm actually doing it correctly, right? Two is the programming and and actually what to do because I don't want to think. Like honestly, I really don't want to think about my workouts. And then the planning of it, like just not knowing what to do and actually have to go and plan my own workout is such a drain on me. Like it takes so much willpower just to kind of create something that is, is it gonna be too easy or is it gonna be too hard, right? And the third yeah. is that whole motivational part it's, a, it's that the coach, a great coach is someone who's going to tap you on the shoulder and go, you can do more or like, yeah. come on, let's push you a little bit harder. Or like, you know, just, some, just someone to like in the middle of a workout when you're just absolutely dying and just say, come on, pick up that bar, five more reps, yeah. you know, like it's something, anything. There's just like, it could just be a couple of words that just gets you over the edge. And you miss that when you're traveling and doing something on your own and you miss the community, which is someone, you know, how every, uh every class you go to you always can kind of go you know like you your buddy there like you have a yeah. buddy and you go you know what I can compare myself to them. If I can just stay on the back heel of him, then I know I've done <laughs> a good job. You know what I mean? You 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 kind of size everybody up, but not, not in a bad way. Just you just know what you can do, and what you, the levels you can hit, and just kind of use that that as a, bear, uh, a, a comparison. There's one guy, uh, Matt, in, in my group. Like he is beyond. Like you don't even want to try to catch up. Like it's it's like yeah. I'll just catch up for the first round, and anything after that is like a bonus. There's no way I haven't come close to him. And you just know that they're way too far advanced, and there's no point doing that. But that's what I miss when I'm traveling is that I don't have a community, I don't have a coach to make sure I'm doing it right and motivate me, and then plus I don't have a program, so then I get stuck, and which means I have to do it on my own.
1: Yeah, having a workout buddy just makes it so much easier, and I reckon that's a really good tip for people when they are traveling. You know, if there's someone there in that state, in that country where you're going to, you know, just hit them up and go, hey, do you want to come for a jog with me in the morning? Yeah, you know, do you want to do a workout with me in the morning? It makes such a difference having someone there to sort of keep you accountable And to help motivate you to do it as well. So I reckon that's one really good tip. You know, Lawrence, we've spoken before on this podcast about the You Are Your Own Gym app. Yes. It's still one of my absolute favorites. And what I love about it is exactly what you said before, is that I don't have to think. I don't have to plan. I don't have to do anything. I can literally just open that app up. I can select quick workout. I can select how hard I want it to be. So I can scale it for me. It can be very easy, easy, medium, hard, very hard. So you can just pick which one you want. I can then just pick how long I want to work out for. So it can be anywhere from two minutes to half an hour mm-hmm. depending on how I'm feeling and how much time I've got in that day. And then I literally just hit okay and it picks four exercises for me. It shows me uh, pictures of how to do each exercise And then I hit start, and it tells me when to start. It does like a Tabata workout. It tells me when to start. It tells me when to stop. It literally just does the whole thing for me without me having to think at all. And as you said, that's so often the biggest barrier. Like, it's just... You know the, the the thinking process of it is often what stops you from doing it. You're like, oh, I can't be bothered. I, I'd have to figure out what to do. I'd have to figure out where I need to go. What equipment I need. All that sort of stuff. Whereas, the, the the using this app, you can literally do it wherever you are, whenever you are. You don't need any equipment. It doesn't use. You know, it's totally body weight. Yes. Um, and it just times the whole thing for you. There's literally no thinking required. So that that's why I love that one. That's one that I do pull out if I'm just trying to think of something to do on the spur of the moment.
0: That's that, that's the exact same app I still use. Like to this day, I used it in my Montreal because it's just yes. it's it, I, I can do it literally in my room I don't have to go to the yep. hotel gyms because the hotel gyms are just crap usually like they're mostly <laughs> yep. small and tiny and packed and sweaty really? and and um and it's just you don't know what weights you have so really it's just better to to, to sometimes I just want to be in my room um, and you know, like when I'm traveling, sometimes I still get up at five. It's just like such a weird, no matter what time zone I'm in, I just get up at five. It's and without the alarm clock. It's just such a weird thing. And so I don't, I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have that issue. And, and, <laughs> and it's such a weird thing. And then I mean, I might, I might you know, if, uh, if it's a, uh, I might just call my, uh, call, call the kids and then, you know, FaceTime them. And then I go, you know what, I'm up early anyways. I might just get a workout and try to keep them into routine. And, and you're absolutely right. I think the two points you made was one. Was having buddies and having friends. You know, when we try to, when we have meetings or when we get together, uh, we try to organize a workout be- between us. I think that's really important. Uh, having a workout um, every single, you know, I don't know, every day, but whatever d- days you work out, just having that buddy system keeps you accountable. When I was in Ireland, uh, there was like maybe five or six of us that, you know, were regular workout people. And it just takes one person to kind of go, let's do this. And everybody joins in. And then we just go for a workout. And someone designs the workout and just goes for it. And I think that's a great thing to do. Because you just more, you're more ready to go do it than trying to you do it yourself. Uh, so having a buddy system is fantastic. We were at uh, uh, Melbourne, I was running my my group, and there was an F45, like gym next door to us or the hotel and a couple of people do F 45. I was like, Try. It. I've never done it before. Let's give it a go. And we did it for two days in a row. And there's, it was just a great way to to try different things and and be in different environments. Um, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about. You know, we got about you know 13 minutes left here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what are some of the strategies to actually make it better. I, I'll start with one. And you've already mentioned a couple, but I was started. You know, no in random orders. One is one way to, to, to make sure you actually do it during when you're away is actually pre plan it before you tr- before you go on your trip. Like almost thinking like if you're going away for seven days. Um, don't wait until you get to the environment to decide when you're gonna work out. I would almost say, you know, I'm gonna be away for seven days. I typically go work out three days a week. I'm just gonna plan it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on the mornings or whatever time you're gonna, and those are the days that I'm gonna do it. Because once you get there, when you're in, like just saying, especially in a holiday mode, it's the chances are you doing it is probably, you know, zero to none. So by having a pre-planned set, something before you actually arrive uh, is and gets the mind frame like yes I'm going to have a holiday I'm going to relax but these three days are still my uh, workout days I think keeping into a certain routine uh, yeah. is helpful. Well
1: the one the one I would say Lawrence that I really like doing is putting it into your activities rather than trying to schedule around your activities. So you know the the classic way of doing this for me is okay if I'm catching up with someone you know I might be into state I'm catching up with someone for a meeting. Then instead of saying let's have the meeting at the cafe, you might say hey let's have the meeting you know I might be in Melbourne let's have the meeting walking along the Yarra, you know and so so you just then you're walking together you know you're actually mm, including the exercise into what you're doing um, and and so I think if you can you know if you can include it into the the activity rather than trying to schedule it around it just makes it so much easier I mean the classic for me was you know remember we were at the wellness breakthrough last year mm. and uh, and we'd gone for our speakers dinner. And, uh, and we, we had a – I think we had a van or a car or something there. And so we'd all managed to ferry ourselves down to this dinner. But we had to get back uh, to the Dandenong Ranges where the retreat was. It was three or four k's around the corner. But we, we had too many people to fit in the car. And, and so I was like, great, I'll just walk back. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, are you sure? Like, is that all right? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to walk back. They're like, oh, but you know, we can come back and pick you up. And I was like, no, nah, I want to walk back. Yeah. It's only 4k. So I'm walking through the beautiful Dandenong Ranges. It's like, you know, there's a waterfall on the way. I'll, I'll stop and check that out. And so uh, Kyle Brock and I ended up walking back together, and it was fantastic. You know, it, it probably didn't take any more time than it would have taken to to make two car trips backwards and forwards. Uh, but it meant that we just got a nice little bit of exercise. We had a look at the waterfall. We climbed over some rocks. We took our shoes off and walked barefoot for a bit. And, and so we included that movement and that exercise into what we were doing, rather than thinking, "Well, I've got to, you know, I've got to get back there and then I've got to exercise." It's like, well, just look for the opportunity to include it in and get, yeah, you know, kill two birds with one stone.
0: Mm, absolutely, that's that's a great idea, and it's it's also just a a great way to carry a conversation when you actually. Um, walking Uh, I did the same thing with you know when I was in London and just instead of just meeting at a a cafe or a bar or something we just walked around uh, all of London just took in the scenery and while we were doing it and having great conversation it was uh, it was fantastic and
1: and the fact that you're moving means that you're actually getting better messages back to your brain your brain's actually more stimulated you're actually more productive and thinking better because you're moving
0: yeah yeah absolutely. I think one of the things that challenges uh in when when you're in an environment like in a hotel, for example, is that you have the variety of different types of hotels and the types of equipment that you actually have. We already talked yes. about the body weight um, uh, the body weight app there's tons of apps, but there that I still stick with the body weight because I think that's a really easy way to do it, as long as you have enough rooms and and, and you, really the only really room you need is just uh, a, a enough room to be able to do a burpee and enough room to do a push up. Um, and your body weight is, you know, it's, it's such a great workout because you, you do challenge yourself. You know, if you do seven, eight rounds of that, um, do the hard workout, ones of that
1: and you're working.
0: Oh, yeah. You're working <laughs> hard it, and it's, uh, and, and programming it and having someone tell you is such a, such an important thing. So I think, you know, let's, let's, I mean, let's talk a little bit about what kind of workouts you typically do. And I, I highly, highly recommend, um, to me, like when I didn't have an app or I didn't want to use the app or something, I just literally just got down and just wrote down myself. The, the, the traditional one I would use is 100 burpees, 100 sit-ups. Like it's something that can be yeah. done quickly, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's done. I don't have to th- overthink it, and it's right there and then. It's 100, like 100 burpees. So what I do is I break it up, so I don't go like 100 straight burpees. I just go. I can see uh, how how far I can go. I may go 25, 20, mm. 25 burpees, and then 25 sit-ups, and then. Uh, and then 25 again and 25 and then sometimes maybe 25 is a bit too much so I might scale it back down and it just becomes a numbers game and uh, and then just working your way through until you chip away at 100 burpees.
1: Yeah, I do very similar actually Lawrence. So if I if I don't use that app which once again I use that app a lot of the time. Yeah, I'll pick a workout and I'll just literally do 100 push-ups or I'll do 100 like crossover sit-ups. If I've got uh, if I see some playground equipment and I know I can do you know, I might do the you know 10 chin-ups, 10 pull-ups. Ten toes to the bar that's mm-hmm. always a favorite of mine super quick like that's like the quickest workout ever but I feel great after doing it mm. um I always like to do the hundred push-ups if I know I've got to, like go on stage later that day or the next day because I feel <laughs> it makes me feel good I feel like I've got like you know a bit of puff on the old pecs, and I feel it makes me feel good I feel yeah, confident. and no, I get it So I I do do that one. I've got to admit, I do that. Um, And then the other thing I like to do is if I'm on holidays, is I just plan active activities. Like the stuff that I like to do when I'm on holidays is I like to go hiking up a mountain. I like to go kayaking. I like to, you know, if there's like a kayak or a boat of some sort there with a paddle, I'm on it. Like I'm paddling around, you know, I'm hiking. I'm climbing over things. Like I'm climbing trees. I'm, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, I I just, as I said, on the weekend, I drove to Melbourne and back and back because <laughs> that was a bit of yeah, a crazy was crazy,
2: crazy trips. It,
1: <laughs> it wasn't originally planned that way but that's how it turned out so we we're on this huge long car trip you know i was having to you know try and stay awake and alert for this driving and so we were getting out at the border and just you know climbing trees and you know jumping up and down over uh, park benches and equipment um you know doing squats doing little shuttle runs um you know just doing silly little things like that that was just fun you know, broke up mentally as much as anything broke up the trip but just allowed us to do a little bit of exercise at the same time as well. So as much as anything, it's just looking for those opportunities to move and, you know, so often there's heaps of them there um, and, and if you like doing that sort of stuff, then, you know, doing that on your holiday and ending, having an active holiday I love doing that. And then mm. I don't feel like I need to work out at all because I'm just playing the whole time.
0: Absolutely. And we're going back to it. Like it's really just about planning it out and just doing it. And the hard part now, the next hard part is just basically just rearranging some of those exercises. The core ones we talked about, doing burpees, doing sit-ups, doing uh, push-ups. Another one, great one is just um, two things is lunges are yep. fantastic. Just reverse lunge because you don't need a lot of space but if you do have the space go do some lunges. Um, if you're actually in the gym um, and actually have a bit of weight and just have, grabbing a couple of dumbbells and just doing uh, uh, some dumbbell lunges or reverse yep. uh, lunges are fantastic um another one is just squats like you'd yeah. be surprised how you know how much squats can act, you know with no weight just just purely just squat up and down just air squats after a while they will start to burn yeah. and yeah, if you want to make it a little harder just do an uh air squat jump you know where yeah. you squat down and you jump up in the air and then all you know and then just keep doing that for, you know, maybe make it like 100 and then just split it up. And the thing is, any of these type of exercises uh, are really, really helpful to get the body moving. It's not about how much weight you lift. It's actually just combining some cardio and sprints. I love the sprints. Like, I love I – mean, yeah. you, you, we've done some workouts where we just go to a park and we just kind of set up and going, all right, well, let's do uh, maybe 10 burpees. And then we'll go for like a 100-meter run, and then come back and then you know the next one will be uh i don't know maybe do a chin-up on on the play equipment you know 10 chin-ups and then we'll go for a run and using the run as like the cardiovascular forcing your body to work hard with muscle like muscle work and then using the the run uh, as a sort of like a the cardiovascular just kind of push the the lungs a little bit but also gives your muscles to a bit of recovery and then just go back and do some squats and then run again and it just built that in and just do that you know round after round
1: and, you know, there's another one that I do sometimes, which is just running, Lawrence, and I've got this on my uh, on my iPod, uh, and that is the beep test.
2: Oh, yes, the beep test. So the
1: beep test is like, you know, it's just you run, I can't remember what it is, 20 meters, I think it is, and, and you just run backwards and forwards. So you set up two cones, and it, and it just beeps, and it starts off slow, and it slowly gets faster and faster. And, and it's such a great one, because it's such a benchmark workout that you yes. can, you know, so many people have a time and they know what their time is for the beep test and you know you can remember what your time was previously for the beep test and, and it's just it's just a good fun one to do. So I've pulled out, I've, I've done that particularly a few times at my cricket club, you know, I just pulled that out and made everyone do the beep test and uh, just because it's good fun and, and it really is once again challenging against yourself to see, you know, how far you can go and I tell you what, you get towards the end of that beep test and it is mentally really tough.
0: Yeah, I remember that gives me nightmares because it reminds me when I was playing ice hockey when I was a kid and they used to do this sort of something to the beep test, but they have to run to the they skate to the line and you skate back and then you skate to the next line and then skate back and then skate to all the way to the other side and then skate back. and You just got to do that back and forth, back and forth. It's a nightmare. Another thing um, I would love to suggest is that, you know, when you do have a partner, um, I love doing partner workouts, actually, and splitting the work. And so, just say it's, uh, you know, maybe we'll just do like, say, push ups, burpees, uh, sit ups, squats, and, you know, jumping jacks or whatever. And, but you do like, say, 20, you have to do a combine of 20 and then, and, and maybe a run in between. So, but you rest when the other person's working. So, like, you work maybe like five push ups and oh, so 10 push ups, and then the person rests, where when the other person does the push up, that's your rest break, and then you both go for a run. And then you just do the next one, you know, and just keep on going. So having partner workouts, just variety of that, uh, variations of that is uh, really helpful because you always have someone yeah. there and, and that just kind of keeps the balance. And you don't want to, you, you want to give that, you, you know, it's almost like you get that rest, but you're also trying to help each other just kind of chip away at that particular number. Some numbers, especially when you go to the hundreds or 150, just so daunting when you first start. But when you start to chip away, it's actually not as bad as you think.
1: I was wondering where you're going with that one, Lawrence, when you suggested partner workouts. I was wondering whether Karen was okay with you talking about that
0: one. Well, I was worrying about, you know, you and Kale and, uh, you know, in the mountains and uh,
2: hiking in waterfalls, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was very romantic. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering where you guys were after a few hours. It only took, I don't know, understand how it took you two hours to get four, four Ks. <laughs> well, we're going to send a search party. Uh, anyways, well, we'll end off in that note, uh, guys, I hope that you got a lot of value out of it. Like, so the key idea here is that don't stop working out just because you're on holidays. Uh, don't stop, you know, doing
0: things that you normally would do now. Just add some fun to it. You know, just, it's, it's like, you know, holidays to, I mean, to me, I, I, I have gone to a point now with the exercise that I actually feel, um, I feel really, I don't know, yuck when I'm not working out. And I have gone to that point where, and I don't want to have that feeling when I come back and it gets smashed on the first week back. You know, I'm sure we all understand the first week back feeling. Uh, and uh, I don't want to go through that pain where I can barely sit down in the toilet or go down this flight of stairs. You know, I don't want to have that feeling. And so, can, can, having some continual movements while you're away is so so important. And we've given you a whole bunch of suggestions. All you need to do is just come up with the design, something for yourself, um, and and just you know stick to it and just keep it simple. You can do the same exercise for three times in a row as long as you're moving. The whole point of us is have fun, keep moving. And, uh, you know, utilize the time wisely. So I hope that you got a lot out of it. Um, this has been a great episode. I hope that you enjoyed it, like I said. But go to join us on Facebook. Continue your conversation by going to the Wellness Couch or the Wellness Guys page. But I'd love to hear your a workout routine. Like, I'd love to hear maybe some of your suggestions. You know, do you go for sprints? Do you go for long runs? What do you do to kind of keep fit while you're being away? While you're there, like us on Facebook, share this podcast with your friends and f- families and other strangers. You think we need a wellness update? And subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, please give us ratings and uh, comment. Don't leave a question
2: there because <laughs> most likely we won't be answering it. If you want to leave your questions, <laughs> send it to us on our Facebook page. Until next week, begin creating wellness to our lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. Join
0: us next week on the Wellness Guy Show this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives